2: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website
3: for details. I don't think anybody's jumping off the uh, Josh Heupel bandwagon just yet. By the way, go ahead and smash that like and subscribe button. We greatly appreciate that. Click it and click it often. And thank you so much. If you haven't subscribed yet, we're with you each and every weekday at 10 a.m. And uh, we'll have Jamal Lewis uh, later on this week as part of our Celebrate 98 series. So, Let's talk josh heupel for a second losses at florida at alabama let's get your thoughts on the message board and i want to get caleb's thoughts as well but john today's tough question is are are the losses at florida and at alabama josh heupel's fault and it's brought to you by andy mason real estate andymasonrealestate.com go there now for your real estate business best service best prices in the biz john are ultimately it's all on josh heupel but are those losses in particular his fault
4: yeah i thought it, the florida game was probably the worst he's coached here um though i don't really remember all the the first season but th- that, <laughs> that kind of struck me during that game and uh the alabama the second half um i give a lot of credit to alabama for that i, t- I think we tend to look at the team we cover as uh it's all about that team and what it does or doesn't do, but I thought that had so much to do with Alabama and Nick Saban. he's considered the greatest coach in college football history for a reason. But I just thought against Alabama. I thought those fourth town uh, gambles were ill-advised because of Tennessee is just not a uh, it's not great in short yardage and uh, the play calls were, just weren't effective of course you could always say that in hindsight but uh, particularly on the latter one when Alabama had the momentum I don't like it when coaches try to force things or they feel the momentum has shifted and it's almost an impatience and got to get it back got to get it back let's go for it here well even if you make that first down I'm not sure it would have led to anything so I just thought that was a, a really bad time. I would have tried to pin, that, pin Alabama back deep in its territory. So, yeah, I thought a lot of that was, was on Josh Heupel, and, and he took responsibility for the way that game went. Caleb, are the losses at Florida and at Alabama Josh
3: Heupel's fault?
0: Yes, but in different ways. So I think the loss at Florida, I actually don't blame Josh Heipel's play calling at all at Florida. I had no issue with it. I think the issue with Josh Hype with Tennessee at Florida was Cooper Mays not being healthy. They had so many issues with pre snap penalties and pre snap reads and missing blocks that they couldn't get into a rhythm. The defense does not the defense plays off the lead, so they were going to struggle in the first half. The Cooper Mays injury, as Dave, you and I talked about yesterday. That part might be Josh Heupel's fault because it just doesn't seem – he should have been – there's no way the staff shouldn't have known that he had this hernia back in spring and gotten him ready to go by fall. So I think that part is on Heupel. So that, that's, I blame,
3: that's a good point.
0: I'm sorry? That, yeah, that's I blame a really not, good point. Yeah, I blame not managing the Cooper Mays injury well. Um, I blame not managing the Cooper Mays injury well on Josh Heupel. So – But for Alabama, I think largely Alabama was just better. Now, I agree with John. Actually, I disagree with John. I don't mind going for it on those two fourth downs um, because I am a big win probability guy. And I think punting is the most overdone thing in football because I don't care what anybody says, punting is a turnover. It it counts as a turnover. You're giving the ball to the other team. And um, I just think that I'm almost – like near midfield, fourth and one, I would 99% of the time go for it. But I will criticize the play calling for that. But I'll save that for my Football Like You segment. Because I think the plays that were called were absolutely horrendous. And I didn't need hindsight to criticize that that play calling. Because I think there's just obvious things to do on fourth and one.
3: John, I think that the, the Florida game was an, an injury issue with Cooper Mays. Now, what Caleb brought up was a good point. Why wasn't this diagnosed in the spring? I know that that was a concern on behalf of some of the people involved. But I would put that more on the injury situation with Cooper and the fact that Tennessee's program is not built up to the point that they have sufficient backups at several positions. God bless Ollie Lane, but he's not going to go on to the NFL and be an all-pro. And uh, Alabama, I would put that – uh, completely on uh josh heifel I, I i would i didn't like the fourth down calls uh, i understand caleb's point i specifically didn't like get out of the shotgun when you're six 240 pounds and you're a quarterback can you not take the snap under center uh so john i'm i'm with you um with with the alabama game for sure
4: yeah i just think uh uh Caleb apparently is a big analytics guy. I I think coaches rely on that too much. I think you've got to have more of a feel for the game. I don't see anything wrong when you you call it a turnover, but you can turn it over by, if you call a punt a turnover, you're giving it to the team. You might be giving it to the team 45 yards downfield. In a game like that, where these aren't spectacular offenses, I think field position can matter. It just depends on, the nature of the game. I just thought that was a, I thought that was an awful call. About as bad as a decision as he's made and, and Josh Heupel's made in a game. And then it was compounded by the play calls. It's a pet peeve of mine to not get under uh, center on fourth and short. Um, I mean, Tom Brady for seems like 50 years. I guess it was more like 20, but he made a living making short yardage plays, uh, just getting under center taking a snap and pushing forward and he's not nearly as big as uh joe milton is so yeah that was a bad call i thought if, and also uh, what
0: about the go ahead. Uh, and also like what the eagles are doing why don't if you're not going to do a standard sneak why not the tush push that works every time if you have a good blocker
3: yeah Just push them from behind nothing like a good tush push john
4: yeah that's that's become fashionable i remember when that was considered Um illegal you couldn't do that Mm -hmm. and and the first time I of note was I guess when Southern Cal in one of its uh, championship seasons I think it was at Notre Dame uh, Matt Leinert the quarterback was literally pushed into the end zone and back then it was kind of like oh is that uh, is illegal or not and I don't remember somebody I don't remember reading where okay that's that's legal it just sort of In my mind, it just sort of became legal, but it's completely different. You didn't used to be able to do that.
2: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered com. It's
0: my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs)
0: 18 plus
3: as far as the the Alabama game um I think that last year you had a special quarterback in Hendon Hooker you had a special receiver in Jalen Hyatt John Tennessee doesn't have that this year I almost feel like even though it was year three under Josh Heupel that the talent differential was as significant or more significant than it was last year by losing those two guys. Tennessee's better on the front seven. We could break down the whole roster, but Tennessee talent-wise up front didn't look as as good to me especially when they had the ball.
4: Well, I mean we talk around it a lot of times and we also talk about it, but there's a big change at quarterback and you can't ignore that. This is not the best offense for Joe Milton. It's not the best offense for his skill set. And so Josh Heupel is determined to make this work. Um, they they've stuck with Joe Milton all the way. He's determined to make it work, but it it really hamstrings his play calling and what he what he wants to do. Ideally, this is not a Josh Heupel offense. It's not the offense we saw the first two seasons, and you kind of have to attribute that to quarterback. He's calling plays to work around what. Joe Milton's game. Uh, so that, that alone, I mean, that stands out to me, Tennessee's averaging 15 points, fewer a game. And yeah, you can point it, it hurt to lose Darnell, a First round NFL draft pick. And it hurt to lose Jalen Hyatt, but still to me, it's, and this isn't just, uh, a knock on Joe Milton. It's a fact that his skills, he would be to me better off at a drop back passing game. Uh, he can't throw on the move. And that's what this offense needs is somebody that throws on the move. And I give Josh, uh, Joe Milton a lot of credit for way the way he ran the ball against Alabama. That was a significant step up for the offense, but still Josh Heupel has to call plays around what Joe Milton can and can't do. Um, I agree to that. I agree with that completely.
3: Now on the message board, we had a question about Cooper Mays is he, uh, going, does he have a COVID year? Yes, he does have a year remaining, um, so he could come back. But let's let's be honest, whether it's Cooper or Addison Nichols or whoever it is, if you don't have a center in place by year four, there's a problem with your program um, because you've had plenty of time to to build that up. And um, I think Cooper Maze's plans right now are to go to the NFL. As far as the draft grade, I was told that he got somewhere from like a four to seven uh, type of draft grade. Draft grade last year. Uh, he's a he's an overachiever. Um, I don't think that Cooper Mays is going to be a first round pick, but he will have to determine whether or not he wants to get to the uh NFL after this year. he does have a year remaining, but there is NIL money. Some via off the hook sports. Uh there's some NIL money that may want him to stay. I don't think I can compete though with the Giants, John.
4: Well, so <laughs> maybe so maybe whether uh cooper mays goes or stays come down comes down to how much you're willing to spend dave it's all on me isn't it yeah it all is tennessee's interior offensive line is
3: on dave hooker yes that's That's fair i think yeah i'm gonna go out and have to sell some advertising
1: it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper